Whoa, do you have that confirmed? How are we doing? FC Live. You can't just drop that right as the show starts. Wait, it's got to be a real account. What's up, gotta everyone? Got to be confirmed. Don't, don't, don't get deep <laughs> in on a Monday. Yet, I'm not going to say yet. We have, we have breaks. We can look at it during the break to make sure it's legit. It's Thumb, legit. Thumbs up on the other thing. Okay, yeah, cool. About. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot going on. What's up? Happy postseason, everyone. Yeah, sorry. It is freaking October. Dropping bombs on your What face. a damn weekend it was. We have a lot to get to. Can I complain right off the jump then? Um, I'll do one pro and one con, okay, Kratz? The pro, we hit 20,000 subscribers on YouTube this weekend. Let's go. Next thank you, up, thank 200, you. 200,000. Thanks, everyone. We appreciate you. Whether you like or disagree with us, we're here for you either way to talk it out. And then I'm just going to complain before we charge the mound. So... Tuesday starts playoff games and they mostly overlap. What the hell is that, Kratz? Why can't we go from 12 to 12? You can't have a 12 o'clock game. Yes, you we don't want, can. One, you one don't want that. You don't As want a that. fan, you want that. You want a 12 o'clock game. They're definitely getting more out of a three o'clock game. As, as a regional sport, they are not worried about what the Rays are not worried about what the Phillies are doing. That's why we're a regional sport, because we don't spread it out like that. I'm telling you, that's a mistake. 1 p.m., start the games at 1. Last game can start at, like, close to 9. I know that we don't have a West Coast team hosting a wild card. I'm just saying, I saw the schedule come out, and I was like, cool, I only get to watch two games instead of four. Better get out more than one TV, dude. Spend some money. No, 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 no. I have multiple devices. I cannot listen to two broadcasts. I want to be able to hear the great Todd Frazier on the radio. Right, exactly. I'm sure they'll overlap yours too. So I'll have to make a tough decision. No, it won't be overlapped in my house. It will just be AJ. Actually, I'm I'm actually turning the TV off and just going audio. I want him to paint the picture for me. <laughs> he Perfect. Won't. It's on TV. I don't, <laughs> don't have to. That's that would be Adam Amin that has to nope. paint the picture. Yeah, but he doesn't. No, I just want to hear it. Play. It's no, no, television. No, it's no. Not television radio. is different. That's actually what would piss me off when sometimes the radio guys would go to TV and they're like the three two. It's a slider inside corner. I'm like, it's television. I don't need every pitch. <laughs> yes. I'm good, bro. It's, it's... Pet peeve. All right, let's charge the damn mound. We got a lot to get to, okay? Let's start with the postseason bracket revealed, and it's very pretty. I like the dirt background. They did a nice job, whoever designed it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. See, I can compliment the league yeah. at times. They, they do, do things, things right every once in a while. Yeah, pitch clock's going to be cool. And we have, if you're not watching and listening to the pod, Marlins, Phillies, Diamondbacks, Brewers on one side of the wild card bracket. The other side has Rangers, Rays, Blue Jays, Twins. Wait, the Astros aren't playing in a wild card series? What happened? Sorry, they won the division. No way. I mean, Alex Bregman summed it up. What did he, he say? He was talking trash, dude. Did you not see this online? I actually got tipped off by you, but I haven't actually heard it yet. So let's run that. Alex Bregman, after the Astros, decided to just very casually do a classy champagne toast after they clinched a playoff spot a mm. wild card spot they did not get drunk they just had like a little cheers let's take a little sip of our champagne because we do this all the time we like to win divisions let's get let the rangers get drunk and <laughs> then get shut out by the mariners the next day we will win this division that's what they did and do we have alex bregman a lot of people were wondering what it was going to be like if the strohs didn't win the division i guess we'll never know <laughs> People were wondering what it was going to be like if the Strohs didn't win the division. I guess we'll never know. 
Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what what else can you say? I think the narr- the narrative too. I saw Evan Grant. He he did he debunked uh, McTaggarty's theory or M- McGarity, whatever his name is, down in Houston. He said, "Well, the Astros they didn't go out and get drunk like the Rangers did." I'm summing up the words. And Grant Evan Grant said, "The Rangers didn't go out and get drunk. The videos that they showed were like of like." Austin Hedges and some analytics guys getting after it. <laughs> little bit, little bit different. Like, but man, Alex Bregman, you you couldn't have summed it up better. Good for you guys because they did it through, they did it through a way that people didn't think it was gonna, it was gonna happen this way. They thought, they thought they were gonna cruise through and they didn't. And the Rangers gave them a tough time. And yet, who comes out on top at the end of the season? Listen. The Astros snuck in the division. They were the Rangers had it the whole year, pretty much. Then the Mariners took over. Remember? Oh, did they shoot their shot too soon? They did. They didn't get in. He gone. And it's just ama- it's amazing to me that the Astros won this division again. All the things. I mean, the Astros went through a lot this year. Injuries, dudes going down. I mean, and the Rangers basically played it as good as they could have. Now their bullpen kind of fell apart at the end. It's going to be interesting when they play the Rays here coming up, but. I mean, good for you, Astros. You get time off. You get to set your rotation. And if you're the Twins or the Blue Jays, you get Verlander, Fromber, Javier, and then whoever they throw forth, whether it's Hunter Brown or whoever in a five-game series, and you get Verlander back again, good luck. The hottest bullpen in baseball right now. Good good luck, boys. on freaking fire. Also, though, the Rangers did not do everything they could. They just lost three out of four this past weekend to the Mariners, including a 1-0 loss yesterday. Uh, The Rangers tried. They won 90 games. Where did they go? 90 and 72? Yeah, where, I mean, they went last year. They were so close to setting themselves up. They were, but they lost Scherzer. They lost – I mean, Evaldi missed time. You know, they've, they've lost a lot. And so, listen, it, it's an accomplishment accomplishment for them to go from where they were the last few years to making the playoffs. Now, listen, I know obviously you want to win the division, but them just making the playoffs – it's a big deal. It should not be understated how big of a deal it is for them just to make the postseason. Not, I mean, listen, I get it, but for me, just listen, congratulations, Rangers. You made it. You made the postseason with all the moves you made, all the things you guys went through, too. It's accomplishment deserves to be partied on. Yeah, no, you're right. It is a major accomplishment team that not too long ago was really bad, and they have turned it around with a mix of Good prospects and great offseason signings, even though they cost a ton. And I know DeGrom hasn't worked out, but Evaldi at the beginning of the year was great. Seager is an absolute stud. He's the best hitter in the league right now. And Marcus Simeon's worked out really well, plays for them every day. Okay, so we'll get to previewing the matchups. The Seattle Mariners miss out on the postseason. Your team. Your two teams. Your two teams and the Padres. Padres finished over 500, which is kind of funny. They're all like, we finished 500. Woo, guys, let's what carry do, this momentum boys? into yes. next year without Hater and Snell. Anyway, we have plenty of time <laughs> for the Padres in the offseason. True. Cal Raleigh, who is one of the best catchers in baseball, did not hold back when addressing why the Mariners are not in the playoffs. Over in the other locker room right there, they've, they've added more than anybody else, and you saw where it got them this year. So um, there's more than one way to skin a cat, that's for sure. But... Um, you know, going out and getting those big names, people who have done it, people who have been there, um, people who are leaders, people uh, who have shown time and time again that they can be successful in this league is, is definitely going to, you know, would, would help this clubhouse, would help this team, maybe help those little things, uh, you know, that we need. 
I don't know anything about skinning cats, but I do know perspective when you when it talks about making the playoffs or not. He's not looking at the Astros. He didn't say anything about the Astros. He was talking about the Rangers. The Rangers are in, like AJ said, and they are not. Yes, the Rangers didn't. The Rangers are perspect, you know, have a perspective. They're looking up at the Astros. Ah, we didn't win the division. But for Cal to say this as a leader, like I think it's very underrated what he's doing out there from the catching position. I think he was the fastest, fastest Mariners rookie to 52 homers since A-Rod, something crazy like that. So when he says something like that, maybe makes some people think, like, wait a minute. DePoto makes a ton of moves, but what does he actually go and get in free agency? Like we trade for somebody and then we extend Castillo, that kind of thing. I think it's a it's a bold move by Cal to to say it, but I think it's needed to be said because Rangers are in. They're packing up. Ready for this? I'm gonna unload a little oh, bit. Oh gosh. Here. Oh no. Yes, no, no, please. No. I can't this, wait. This is necessary. Okay. The Seattle Mariners opening day payroll was $137.5 million. This is supposed to be their winning window, correct? Their payroll was higher in 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019. You did not spend to be a contender. They were missing a bat or two. I think that was pretty clear. Okay. I think they can't argue that. Now let's fast forward to the trade deadline. Oh, there's nothing available for anyone, right? The Miami Marlins acquired Josh Bell, Jake Berger, and David Robertson. They're in the playoffs. The Texas Rangers acquired Jordan Montgomery. Damn, they needed him. Max Scherzer, I know he went through the injuries. And Chris Stratton. They're in the playoffs. The Arizona Diamondbacks acquired Tommy Pham. And Seattle's closer, Paul Seawalt. They're in the playoffs. Yeah, the Angels are separate. They don't know what they're doing. That's Artie's disaster. The Toronto (laughs) Blue Jays acquired Jordan Hicks. They're in the playoffs. The Houston Astros acquired Justin Verlander and Kendall Graveman. They're in the playoffs. The Seattle Mariners traded away their closer, Paul Seawald, and picked up two bats, but not premier middle-of-the-order bats. They're not in the playoffs. Old facts. Why didn't they go get somebody? Maybe they didn't have the prospect capital. I don't know. They have a ton of fucking prospects. I'm just saying, I don't know. why. I mean, why did they trade Paul Seawald? Because they blew some games on the end, too. Remember the trade that they made with the Rojas? Mets? It was it Rojas and, and they got Trevor Gott. They sent Trevor Gott yeah. to the Mets Hands for on. nothing. Trevor Gott? They just wanted to clear some money. So are you operating as a for-profit only business? Or do you want to also bring winning baseball to your fans? Because sometimes you can't have both. And also, playoff games make you a shitload of money in merchandise. They blew it. Okay. They blew it when they started, too. Let's not forget. I mean, listen, I know it came down to the end. They were so bad the first half, though, including Julio Rodriguez. Yeah, but you can't put this all on Julio. I'm not putting it all the on Julio. Even but but if you end, notice, he, he, got, he got hot and he know, caught he him up. he had a great year. I mean, but yeah, but you still, if you're Julio Rodriguez. But why can't you know. put it on Julio? He carried them for like a month and a half. And also look, you know how the sometimes season's the season's six months of, long. I understand, but sometimes the back of the baseball card eventually will play itself out. This dude was 333 on base, 45 slug, 128 OPS plus. He had a very strong year. I would not even touch this on Julio. Was it as good as last year? No. But Julio Rodriguez is not the reason why they didn't make the playoffs. They did not do enough to build this team, and their freaking catcher called it out. So who so so what do they what do they need? What do they need? They need to go out and get a sixth or seventh hitter? Because they have a you they have a Eugenio Swabez. They have JP Crawford had a career year. We're talking oh, Craw- only lineup. You're talking Cal Raleigh's still hitting dingers out of the out of the 
whatever spot he's hitting, you know, from the catching position. And Julio, so you're blaming on the six and seven hitters that they didn't pick up? They didn't have enough length in their lineup? Yes, they did not have enough length in their lineup. A six and seven seven hitter is going to cost you in free agency max. No, dude. Eight million, eight million, uh, eight million a, a year. Kratz. Who would they have gotten? Kratz. Uh, I agree. Crawford they... one, Rodriguez two. Okay. Suarez three, okay, Raleigh four. Those two should be those should be your six seven hitters. Okay, so who they go get? Tay Oscar. He's pretty good. They went and got yeah. him. They went and got him. He Ra- did all right. Ra- Tay Oscar after Raleigh. Okay, keep going. Ty France had a bad year. Ty France had a bad year. Rojas and Haggerty at the bottom. I'm but looking fine. at like Haggerty's the end a of the speed year. guy. He won him on base for Crawford and the rest of the guys. That's fine. That's a World Series winning batting order for you. I mean, Raleigh hit. How many? Didn't he hit thirty this year? Yeah, but Raleigh should be. I think Raleigh even said he shouldn't be freaking cleaning up. He wants to be six or seven because he's got bigger bats in the lineup. I don't know. You thought that? Well, was of course, a he wants roster? more bats. Everyone wants yeah. more bats. I mean, geez. <laughs> I mean, who's the best offense in baseball? They want more bats right now. Okay, but is the Mariners lineup as good as I mean the Phillies? No. The Braves, the Braves no. The Dodgers, no. They're built different, the though. They're built no. on their pitching. Dude, most of the playoff teams have better lineups than them. And they strike out too much. The twins strike out more than anybody. They're in the playoffs. They're gonna lose first round. Bad, bad. Ooh, hot take from Braun. <laughs> hot take from Braun coming in hot. Well, we're gonna do our <laughs> playoff prediction. So look forward to that. Let's finish with this before we move on. On the National League side, I just want to cover the team that totally fell apart down the stretch. Chicago Cubs are not in the playoffs. And I will say this, I mean, mean, they totally ran out of steam. Like their bullpen was destroyed, distraught, shot. Their offense slowed down. The part that stood out to me too, Kratz, was because I watched a lot of Cubs these last couple weeks. Their defense was really good most of the year, and that slipped too. You know, a lot more mental mistakes. I know Seiya Suzuki is going to be the play that people look back at, but their defense as a whole was not as crisp the last few weeks. So just everything fell apart for them. They didn't deserve to be a playoff team. Did did it fall apart, or was it like a neat run that they made? I choose to Mm. believe, and because it's one of those things you can sit here and go, Oh, I was right. I went on some Chicago radio stations that AJ doesn't want to go on. So I go on the Bobo. Like, I go on the AM stations. AJ goes on the FM stations. But XM serious. You're, you're, you're only XM. You're only the only the subscription listeners. Yes. No, no, I'm sitting there going, I just don't feel like this team has enough. And I got a little bit roasted, not a lot roasted, just a little bit roasted for it. And obviously now I'm sitting here. Wow. You know, I'm so right. But I think it was more of like a neat run that like, hey, we got to enjoy these games in the bleachers and have our potlucks in the bleachers that the Cubs do, all this like kind of gimmicky stuff. I just don't think they were that good. Yes, the defense did collapse at the end, but they were running on fumes. They were leaking every single time somebody would score in the first four or five innings. The bullpen was just like, uh, normally you watch a Cubs game and it's like dudes dancing in the bullpen and it's real fun. We're doing the boat and everything. Every time they showed the bullpen cam, dudes were just like laying back like, please don't, please don't call again. What? Oh, I got a pitch again in the sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth inning. They just, I just don't think they had enough to make that run. I just feel like they ran out of gas. Yep. I mean, they just ran out of gas. They they, oh, they, they went out. out. They went out, and made some moves. Their, their starters ran out of gas. 
Even Justin Steele ran out of gas towards the end. It was just one of those situations where they made a good run. And listen, I give the Cubs credit, as we know. They went for it. We wanted them to trade everyone off. They went for it, and it came down to the end. But they, they ran went out for of it gas. With Gmar? Yeah, they went. Yeah, they went out and tried. They should have traded for relievers. They should have, they but they, more pitching depth. But relievers are hard to find. Nah, no, they're not. Okay. They should have traded for relievers. You know who else didn't do anything? The Giants, which we'll get to. They fired Cap. Not his fault, but we'll get to that. And then also, the Cincinnati Reds could have made it. There were a couple wins away. Reds were close. <laughs> Dude, they, they There was a have, lot of close. If the if the Reds should have traded for Jordan Montgomery. Easy to play Monday quarterback <laughs> here, but damn, dude. M- Monty would have won them a few games. That pod's fresh right now. Ugh. It's available they, on the FT YouTube page, but They oof. claimed a lot. Of, they claimed a lot of guys. They were they were the they waiver claim winners. Yeah, no, they whatever. I, I just they they were close, man. That's frustrating. The Reds could have been in the playoffs this year. They did mm. anything at the deadline. They, they yeah, would have right. smashed in the playoffs. I want to take some time now to um, send out our condolences to the Wakefield family, to the Red Sox, to AJ's good friend. Tim Wakefield passed away at the age of 57. Way, way too freaking soon. And as you can see from this tweet from the Red Sox, they said, our hearts are broken with the loss of Tim Wakefield. Wake embodied true goodness, a devoted husband, father, and teammate, beloved broadcaster, and the ultimate community leader who gave so much to the game and all of Red Sox Nation. Our deepest love and thoughts are with Stacy, Trevor, Brianna, and the Wakefield family. Just a terrible loss for the baseball community. And you know we didn't know what was going on. It happened really fast, and it sucks. Way too freaking young in his 50s. 57, yeah. Um, I don't know, Crouch, you want to go first on this one? Cause this is hard for me. I, 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 you know, mine's short. I never knew wake, but based on the stuff that I've heard about him and what's pouring in now, it's, it's so hard to overshadow being a good person, overshadowing a 15, 19 year career. And it shows how good of a person he was because he overshadowed a career that had World Series, that had, you know, essentially playing almost his entire career with one team. And I never knew the guy, but everything I've heard about him is unbelievable. And I feel for his wife, Stacy, and his two kids. A great man like that had to be an incredible husband and father. And I just, I pray that they remember remember the great times of their father and their husband. Yeah. I mean, the stats, you see the stats. The stats are the stats. Um Wake is being not, he's not from Orlando, but he is from the area here. He's from the coast of Melbourne. And, uh, he, I never played with Wake. I played against Wake for a long time and he was always unbelievable to me. I've gotten to know him much better since our, both of our playing days have ended. We play in a lot of golf tournaments together. We have done a ton of things. I got to know his wife. I got to know Brianna, his daughter. I I don't know his son as well. Uh, son is a, you know, got some special needs. Um, so, and he's on the right path and it's great. Um, so for this to happen, it's truly unbelievable. And, and the thing it is, is, is wake is a very personal, he was a very personal, sorry, personal, kept things personal. And, um, a lot of things were going on that a lot of people don't know about. And then, and then things happened and it got out. Um, it's just awful. And then for it to happen this quickly is just one of the worst things of all time is his wife is going through some stuff. Um, I can't imagine what Brianna and, and Trevor, his kids are going through right now. It, it's just awful. And, you know, wake, you will miss you. You know, I love you. We have mutual friends everywhere. 
I mean, throughout the world, he was always one of the best guys. We'd go to golf tournaments. When you got paired with Wake, it was a dream come true because he would laugh with you. He'd make fun of you if you hit a bad shot. He'd make fun of himself if he bad, hit a bad shot. He'd complain about how his back hurt, and he'd go out and shoot 75. It was unbelievable. But, you know, Wake, uh, you know, it was too fast. It happened really quick. Um, you know, and as much as we want to talk about your accomplishments on the field, the things off the field that you did for the Boston community, Melbourne area, and everything where you just were involved. It, it truly is special. He did a golf tournament, I think, for 20 years straight in Melbourne, just Tim Wakefield Foundation. Uh, I was lucky enough to play in it a few times. Um, and all the things he did in Boston, just an amazing human being and a better person than he was a baseball player. And you'll never hear anybody say anything bad about him. Jason Veritek, if you haven't seen the video of him, check it out because that kind of sums up how everyone that knew Tim Wakefield feels. And I mean, I'm just, I was crushed yesterday when I got the phone call and uh, I was, listen, I found out before most people, I actually got, you know, I got to, I, I was asked to call some people and before, and it was, it was just wasn't, it was a horrible day yesterday. And, um, you know, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll miss you, Wake. I love you. And, uh, you know, just prayers for, your, you know, Stacy and Brianna, Trevor and your family. And, uh, you know, I know you're looking down, smiling, and uh, we'll see you soon, brother. Yeah, I'm so sorry for your loss. It's terrible, awful. Feel like he was just playing too. You know, like it feels like it wasn't that I mean, long we had, ago he, that he was. So there was there was nothing better than Wake. So we saw he got 200 wins. Okay, mm -hmm. so every time I would see him, which I would run into him randomly in places too, because he lived close to here, right? Mm -hmm. So I'd see him at golf tournaments, or I'd see him at like the grocery store, random, like just random places. Like, oh, Wake, you know, and always a big hug, always a smile. We'd always get a beer together. And so his 200th win, he was going for it in Chicago. And he was on 199. He had like a two-run lead in like the eighth. And I hit a three-run homer off of him, and he didn't get it. And as I'm running around the bases, he's screaming at me. He's like, you son of a bitch. This is my last <laughs> shot at I only got one more star. You wrecked it for me. Right? And so end up, he ends up getting it. Yeah. But every time he'd see me, he's like, I still hate you because you hit that home run <laughs> off me. Like it was just – but that was just Wake. Like he just he, – he, he loved it. And, I, you know, I, when I would see him play against him, We'd always, he'd talk trash and we, you know, I mean, dude, he was throwing knuckleballs up there at 70 miles an hour, just float and just, but I mean, awesome. Took the ball every fifth day, helped so many people, not only in baseball, outside of baseball. So, I mean, just, just an incredible human being. Boston legend and Jason Baratek, his good friend said this over the weekend. It's, it's horrible. And it's horrible for his wife, Bree, Trevor, his family, his friends. I mean, he's a young man. He exemplifies what this uniform is. And it's not just the, the name on the back, it's the name on the front. It's what he's done in the community, the way he's represented it, where he's respected the game, which goes on to the whole league of being a precious part of what we do, is, is respect for the game and for your place. Um, he's exemplifies what it means to be a Red Sox and what it means to be a professional. A wonderful dad, great husband, he's been through a lot. So I, I actually did the game on Saturday, who I've known forever, you know. He grew up here in Orlando, where I, and I've known him for, you know, 30 years. Um, and we actually had a long talk about Wake because I was like, you know, I know they're super tight and, and, and just – you know, then the next day, I mean, we literally, we literally talked about him for like 15 minutes. Just that was it. That was our conversation. Like, you know, cause he knew more about it than I did. And, um, you know, he, he was like, you know, this is whatever. He gave me the whole 
gave, gave me a lot of good stories and stuff. And now to see, you see him and he's not very emotional. Veritek is a very stoic, very, you know, he's the captain of the Red Sox. And so to see him tore up, I mean, that kind of sums up the way the baseball world and especially Red Sox nation should feel about Tim Wakefield. And uh, man, it's, it's just, it's, it's awful. It's awful. And we can't devote enough time to this. So, you know, uh, we'll, you know, like I said earlier, we'll miss you wake and, you know, prayers for your family. You know, we're working on getting some guests to this week to be able to talk about wake. Um, every Red Sox player and coach wore full uniforms, no hoodies or pullovers in the dugout on Sunday to honor wake quote. It was a tribute to him because of all the guys I played with. Nobody wore his Jersey with more pride than Tim Wakefield, Braun, Kratz, Pierzynski, and let's get to some breaking news over the last few days. So we'll start with the New York Mets because now they can officially announce David Stearns as the president of baseball operations. And we've known that for a while now. Some people have kind of known that for like two years, but (laughs) there it is. He had his press conference today. And the one thing that stood out before we get to the manager side of things is that, of course, he was asked about P. Alonzo. And he essentially said that he's not getting traded and he's coming back because some Mets fans gave Pete a pretty nice ovation on Sunday, knowing, you know, the news that they've learned more about on our show that the Brewers had discussions about him. But he said, quote, the entire package weighs into it. Pete's a great player. He's also good in the clubhouse, homegrown, all that matters. Another quote, I expect Pete to be in the the opening day first baseman next year. Well, that's a pretty big vote of confidence that he's not going anywhere because yeah. you just start your job, you make that announcement, and if they trade him in a month, fans are going to be like, so we're not trying to He said right now, didn't say. he, at the end? Didn't he say right now at the end? Why? Is that the key word there? Yeah, like it's he's like, go with all due say, respect. I said right now. Yeah, he said just second. He yeah. could have just said, though, like, hey, I've got, I just got here. i got to evaluate things. I mean, saying that to me means that – He's already thought about it since he's known. Dude, he's, he's been thinking about this for a year. Right. So Pete's staying. Okay. Good. Listen, they need stars in Mets in New York. He should stay. He they have money. He can't be his, his last move as a Brewer can't be to get rid of a all-star player from the Brewers and his first move as a Met to be to get rid of another all-star player from the team they just joined. I don't see that happening. I think, you know, how close they actually were to trading him to the Brewers before. Mm, who knows, but I don't see him. You, you can't, you can't get rid of Pete. Not as your first move as a GM, unless the directive from the owner is I want to get rid of him. I want to see what you can get for him. Yep. And what they did do already is tell Buck Walter that he will not be back with the team. He won manager of the year over a hundred wins last year. And the Mets did get taken down in their first round wildcard round against the Padres. Remember, they blew the division last year. This year, it's just a mess. They were terrible. Um, Buck Showalter spoke, and he was emotional, of course, about the whole situation. He clearly did not want this to be the end of his Mets tenure. So, you know, uh, Billy and the organization, in fairness to, to me, gave me the option of, uh, you know, um, of stepping aside or either um, – I don't know what else, but anyway, I, I appreciate that. But uh, you know, the new leadership—they're going to go in a different direction, ship direction, direction with the uh, manager next year. So, you know, things that are installing you. you. I was honored to get a chance to manage a second New York team. I'm proud of what the Mets did. Uh, we won close to 180 games in two years, um, especially last year. As much fun as I've ever had in a game, and reminded me why I always love this kind of work. Um, I wish things could have gone better this season because the Mets fans deserve that. In my heart, uh, I always 
you know, you always wonder what could have happened if this hadn't happened or that hadn't happened, but I try not to live in that world. All right, so, you know, Buck's pretty sad. What's the matter, Kratz? He was reading that? Yeah, he probably collected some thoughts because it was tough for him. He got emotional. Is that okay? I didn't see him. I didn't see him get emotional on any of the. I just feel like he's he's always somebody that's very much like he doesn't give the cookie cutter answer. So I was surprised that he was reading it. To be honest, I don't think that's. I understand, but I don't think it's a big deal. I think no, it's no, probably no. tough Listen. for him. You know, tough situation. Yes, Buck. Buck's a great speaker. Buck's a yeah. broadcaster. He's going to be broadcasting hopefully with with us next year. <laughs> so I saw Buck. I don't know what did I tell you guys about a month or so ago, two months ago, and I got the feeling he was done then. Because you, you can talk to managers and you get feelings from managers. And again, I'm not going to put words in Buck's mouth. I'm not going to, you know, I can't tell how he's feeling or what he's doing. But just when you talk to guys, you know, you're like, Buck, you know, what about next year? And, he, you know, they give you answers and they give you they give you quotes. And you just – it was just a gut feeling. And I forget who I did the game with, maybe Adam Amin or maybe Jason Benetti. I'm not sure. And we walked out. We both kind of looked at each other and both said, and that had the feeling of a guy that wasn't coming back next year. And now to see him not back, obviously, it's disappointing because he's one of the best, man. He was great to talk to. He knows the game inside and out. He's prepared. You know, where do the Mets go from here? Well, it's David Stearns taking over. They want great to counsel. Say, Steve Cohen said, this is <laughs> this is you, dude. You've done this well. This is you. Go ahead. You get to pick your manager. And, and he also picks up this massive bag of cash, drops it on the desk and says, and here's six mil a year to – Choose your manager, who could be Craig Council. Who? How much do we think he's making right now with the Brew Crew? Two, maybe. Maybe Guys, two. Managers don't make as much as they used to. I know. So I'm saying, is two two over under, or am I accurate? Just guessing. Right, I, I would say you're pretty. I would say you're pretty accurate. Maybe a tick high if I if I were guessing. Okay, so here comes six, which is no big deal for Uncle Steve to shell out and put the pressure on the damn Brewers with Matt Arnold, mm. who was on this show, who told us if he's coming back as a manager, he will be with Milwaukee. <laughs> Pressure's on. They're going to offer him six. I'm telling you, they're going to offer him six. Why are you shaking your head? Paging Pat Murphy as the uh, new manager of the Brewers. <laughs> I mean, listen, as much as Craig Council is a Brewer, he's from Milwaukee, he's done the whole deal. Dude, someone offers you that much, you got to go. Five years, 30. You got You got to go. You just have to go. You got to. I'm sorry. I know Council's had a nice career and all that, but. Man, and plus you got more resources and, and the whole deal. So, I mean, good luck. Yeah, but what if he doesn't want to? What if he, that's he, different? Like, like AJ. I mean, no, I get it. Listen, I get it. It's like everyone's argument with Mike Trout is he doesn't want to leave Anaheim because he's comfortable. I get counts as comfortable. Maybe money doesn't mean that much, but I'm just saying, man, it's a tough spot to, 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 to be if you're – I mean, it's a great spot if you're Craig Council. But David yeah. Stearns, man, and the, and, the, and, the, and the Brewers fans are going to be pissed at David Stearns for – Leaving and then guy. poaching their manager. It's <laughs> not poaching. He's a free agent. You could have locked him up. Oh, that's also true. But, you know, maybe they had some behind scenes, you know, tampering, even though David Stearns wasn't supposedly around the Brewers for the last year. <laughs> tampering with managers. He was still looking for the Brewers. <laughs> he was advising, wasn't he? Yeah, but he couldn't. I, I don't think he could do a whole lot, right? I don't know. I don't know what his role was because they remember – there was a whole thing. The Mets wanted him last year, and the Brewers wouldn't let him go. But he wasn't like he wasn't involved. I don't think as much. Kratz might know more, but I don't, I don't think he was involved in the day to day as much. That's why Matt Arnold came. No, he was just spying and then taking notes to bring over to New York. He was tampering. Stop it. Tampering. Stop it. You're, you're so you want some want. salacious headlines? No, no. All right, but that is going to be an awesome story. Craig Council's free agency. It is real right now. It's official. Like they're looking for a manager, and the search is on. Do you want to start there? I mean, Votto getting ejected and then his tweet after saying that he's sorry that he shouldn't have yelled at the umpire. 
the umpire's got to have a little bit of feel there, though, and be like, dude, you know, come on. That's it? A little bit of feel? Yeah, we got to have a little feel, whoever the damn umpire was. A little bit. Who is this umpire? Shane Livenberger. Shane Livenberger? Kratz. He wasn't even on the field. He was barking a little from the dugout. Like, hey, Joey, I got it. You know, this could be your last game. Let's all have a good time. Isn't that what you say instead of, shut up, you're hurting my feelings because I missed a call, you're out of here? Are you joking? How did Uh, they do that? I mean, come on. I think Shane, I think Shane, Shane has a lot of feel. I feel like Shane. Not enough, apparently. Gave him enough of a leeway. Like, at what point, how how long was it? I don't know how long it was from the time he got, he struck out till he was yelling. You know, he had to have been yelling at him for a long time. But for his last game, I don't, I don't think it's the most memorable, though. Miggy played literally ah out in the field this year. A single out at first base. And the ball was hit to him. And it was an unassisted, three unassisted out, put out. Like With, Tor- with Torkelson's glove. Did you see that? With Torkelson's first baseman's mitt. Because he said he didn't have a glove. And then, so then he signed it. He signed it. His kids came out and took him out. It was awesome. I mean, everything about it. His got, was, his was the everything most about it. Yeah, but plus he was the one that was kind of announced. The other guys... I For mean, the whole year. Wayno was announced. Wayno was awesome. Well, gonna, yeah, but Wayno wasn't on the list, this. though. Uh, yeah, he was. Oh, I didn't think Wayno yeah, was Wayno's on, on You can vote for Wayno oh. on here, too. He's on there. And I well, Wayno's a pitcher, yet. and he already said he was done. So, I mean, that was... I mean, but Wayno, he had the concert. He had the yeah. at-bats. We're going to talk to Wayno, so we'll give him more attention yeah. later. He's joining the show today. But out of the four that we just showed on the screen, Crawford, Granky, Votto, and Miguel, I mean... Mm-hmm. Miggy's is by far because it was set up perfectly. They did the thing in the outfield and deservedly so. I mean, he's a first ballot Hall of Fame guy. So, you know, he deserves everything he's going to get. And then, you know, Votto getting kicked out is perfect, Joey Votto, right? <laughs> Cranky getting a win to not end one and 16, two and 15, much better. <laughs> oh, stop. And then Crawford, you know, Crawford getting taken out and, and the whole deal in the middle of the inning. I mean, listen, it was, it, it was a special day for all of five of those guys. If they don't play again. Yeah, the Miggy celebration was incredible. Of course, really he deserves cool. it. They gave him a lot of time, granted. You know, like, good stop. I can't believe there the wasn't, game. I can't believe there wasn't, like, pitch clock violations. Well, you get that cleared up. <laughs> <laughs> well, and were the Cubs okay with it? I don't know. Was Boog okay with it? We got to call Boog back. How many Because there many was some times? serious stoppage going on in Detroit. Did you see the one time when he then, you know, hugged everybody that was on the field? Every one a, of them. Solid 10 minutes. Yeah. And that was mid-game. Now the game didn't mean shit, but um, I just thought it was awesome. I thought it was like, great. Let's do the tribute during the game because baseball is like the one sport where you can do that. Yeah. When a guy hits a record milestone like Acuna, you can do a video montage. Oh, there was so the much there was nah, so much trolling fault, though, on that. that. The Cubs didn't make it. It's Acuna's fault. Yeah. that or It that. Has, actually is his fault because the Braves. Well, that because he drove in a bunch of runs and yeah. scored a bunch of runs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But, oh, I know. Listen, M- M- Miggy's was all, they were all great. I mean, Wayno got to sing his songs and got in a bad. He had Yachty there and all that whole deal. But I'm going to get, I'm a little mad at Wayno about one thing. Okay, we're good. Get we're into bring it when we on. talk to him. We're yeah. going to announce some news with Wayno, yeah. too. Okay, so last thing, and then uh, we'll step aside and get to our playoff predictions. Are any of these dudes coming back? Obviously, Wayno is not and Miggy's not. Like Brandon Crawford, Zach Granke, Joey Votto. Can you give me at least one out of those three? Votto, I feel, Votto feels to me like he's the one that would be the one that would come back. He's not done. Okay. I, I think Crawford with the Giants isn't going to happen. Yeah. Right? That's And will he want to go to a new team? Maybe, but I, I don't know. 
I mean, he, you know, I've seen interviews with him too, where he's kind of almost said it was over. I think they had him on Sunday night baseball against the Dodgers. No way they, he was talking. It was, it was like when I, like I said about Buck, sometimes guys give you hints when they're, they, they know. And um, listen, Votto would be the one that hasn't really said it. Um, but listen, to bring him back to the Reds would mean a lot. Um, and then as far as Granky, I mean, I think the Royals have pretty much told Zach he can come back as long as he wants. Kind of the Tim Wakefield, Wake had like a standing one year, five year, five, one year, five million dollar contract with the Red Sox. Like come back as long as you want, Tim. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Granky might have that. Now, the difference is, you know, Tim was still performing. <laughs> hey, I, you I know. Can, I mean, no, I you can talk shit. Zach, Zach talks shit with the best of them. Always. I mean, I don't mean that rudely, but I mean, you know, the, the Royals want to get better, and two and fifteen with a six ERA isn't getting better. Right. Right. So there's a time where, listen, it happens to everybody. Father time catches up with everybody. Kratz, you know this. It's undefeated, man. There, there's just a time. The game will tell you when you're done, man. Like you know it. Like, and, and listen, I, maybe Zach wants to come back and try to prove that wasn't it, but. You know, do you want to go through spring training again? How much does he really like his kids? Does he really want to go and spend another eight months on the road? I don't know. I think he lives in Hawaii now? I think he's done. I okay. Think, I think Zach's done. And he's not going to make a big deal of it because that's that's not him, right, Kratz? He's just going to be like – he'll he'll have somebody announce like, quote, I'm done. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> who knows? Something like who knows that. with him? And you, you might never hear from him again, or he could be like running a front office. I don't know. You never he doesn't know have the it. personality no. to run the front I know, office. I he, he he needs, might, he'll just disappear he'll and disappear. never hear from him again. Yes. And now, with about 24 hours to go before the playoffs officially begin, let us present our playoff brackets as we play along with our friends at Out of the Park Baseball who ran a thousand simulations to come up with their own bracket. So we are going to compare and contrast. We will also get our predictions from the rest of the crew. We'll post that later on from some of our friends, guys like Kip and others. So here, I'll run through OTP first. You guys can absorb it and then decide what you want to do. Twins, Blue Jays, they've got the Twins um, taking on the Astros. Rangers, Rays, they've got the Rays winnings. And then on the AL side, they have the Astros beating the Twins and the Rays beating the Orioles. I'll flip to National League side. D-backs, Brewers, they've got the Brewers taking on the Dodgers. Phillies, Marlins, they've got the Phillies taking on the Braves. So that's all chalk there in terms of seeding. And then um, in the DS, they have the Dodgers taking down the Brewers, the Braves taking down the Phillies. That's more chalk. They have the Astros taking down the Twins and the Rays taking down the Orioles, basically chalk. And then a Braves-Astros World Series with the Braves winning the World Series. Thoughts, and then you can jump into yours. I mean, chalk in the National League. I mean, total chalk in the National League. Not a lot of upset cities. No yet. upsets in the National League. And then the American League, the Astros, fine. Someone that picked the Braves and the Astros to play in the World Series before the year. I kind of like that simulation. True. As the only person on this panel that got the uh, has a chance to have their World Series matchup come true, I feel good about myself. You're a legend. They did pick Rays Orioles. That's not chalk. Yeah, I know. That was the only Orioles, upset they really but, had. Yeah. I mean, the Orioles the Orioles are really good. I watched them this weekend. They're really good. They are really good. They're right. pitching. I'll say this. Their starting pitching is better than what you think. Yeah. Bradish is insane. Bradish is really good. Grayson Rodriguez. Grayson Rodriguez has been great. Who's three? Dean Kramer. Gibson. What uh, Means is back, and he's throwing the crap out of the ball. Yeah. They, so, and they can they, mix and match. And they don't know. And listen, I talked to Brandon Hyde. They don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> After the first two? After, well, because, okay, so. Bradish is obviously one. Yeah. Right? I mean, he's in the Cy Young, top three Cy Young. Then if they depending on who they play, whether it's Rays or uh Rangers, 
They might throw Means game two because of Camden Yards, right, and have Grayson pitch on the road. Okay. Depending on where they are, or they could have Grayson pitch game two. Depends on the lineups they're facing. How they because if you throw Means at Baltimore, it brings the left field big, the gigantic left field in because the 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 Rays will stack them with all righties. Yeah, Mount Baltimore is for John Means. It, I mean, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Or as uh, Wayne Randazzo said, it was a as a joke and people crushed him. Uh, Adam Jones podcast uh, partner, Coleman, whatever his name is, is like, I hope that AJ Brzezinski didn't was joking when he said they built Mount Baltimore because of Aaron judge. I mean, Wayne, Wayne Randazzo on Saturday said it as a joke. We were talking about the wall, but you know, certain people have to take it too serious, but whatever. Never heard of any of that. That's <laughs> news to me. Um, all right. Do your picks. Okay. So I'm going, I mean, I got it since I went preseason, I got to go Astros Braves and I had the Astros winning. So, I mean, I'm just running with it. I, I don't really think that's what's going to happen. But since I had a preseason, I'm sticking with it. I'm not changing. So you're not saying it with your chest. What no, do you actually think is going to happen? I think the Braves are going to win. But I, but since you I don't picked think the, the Astros, Astros, are going to make it. No, I think it's still going to be the. I think it's still going to be the. Like, this I actually think it's going to be. I actually think it's going to be Orioles Braves. Braves are going to win. But since I picked Astros Braves, I'm taking Astros. That's ridiculous. Okay, oh. and that's it. You're not going to. Oh, I'll do the whole thing. Uh, so I want. I think. I think the Twins get through for the first time since 2002. They win a playoff series. Okay. Okay. They then the Astros take them out, and then I think uh, the Orioles win their. I think the Rays beat the Blue, the uh, Rangers, mm-hmm. uh, and then I think the Orioles take them out, and I think the Orioles win the AL, and I think the Braves walk through. Uh, mm-hmm. Marlins. I think the Marlins are going to beat the Phillies. Just because Kratz is going to pick the Phillies to win the whole thing. And uh, I think the Brewers beat the Diamondbacks. Braves, Dodgers, LCS, Braves win. Braves, Orioles, Braves win, but Astros win. Okay. That's hedging yourself. <laughs> Super not convincing. Okay. Yeah, so I have the Rays over the Rangers. I have the Jays over the Twins. The Jays are going to strike the world out in that series. The Phillies over the Marlins. Thank you, AJ, because I picked the Phillies to not make the World Series. The Brewers over the Diamondbacks. And then I have the O's over the Rays, the Astros over the Jays. Then I have the Brewers beating the Dodgers because they won and or they got swept. But now since then, they've been the hottest team in baseball and they are... They have learned how to get the Dodgers out. So it's going to be an unbelievable series. They're going to beat the Dodgers. Braves will beat the Phillies, but they will lose to the Brewers. And the Orioles will beat the Astros, and it will be a Brewers-Orioles World Series. Wow. The Fox, Fox, Fox is crying right now. Fox <laughs> is totally <laughs> And that's Fox why I love it. Fox is totally crying. Wow. Dick to you, the man. Oh, my gosh. Brewers, Orioles, and who wins it? Brewers. Brewers, Brewers, oh, World Series. Okay, yeah. I thought you couldn't get any more Homer with Phillies. Well, thank you, Orioles. You went even more Homer pick. Okay. Yes, thank you. I'm so glad that you didn't pick my right Homer team. I have so many Homer teams. I got one minute. Can I do mine? No. Okay. I got the Jays beating the Twins. Play a lot of my first rounds like Kratz. Rays beating the Rangers. Phillies over the Marlins. Brewers over the Diamondbacks. So my one upset is seating wise, Jays over Twins. Although they'll probably be favored in that series anyway. Um, they're also banged up, some of their stars. I just think the offense isn't going to show up enough. Phillies over the Braves in the um, DS. Brewers over the Dodgers. Phillies over the Brewers to make it to the World Series. The Astros over the Twins. The Rays over the Orioles. The Rays beat the Astros. And it's a Rays-Phillies rematch. 2008, 15-year reunion. And the Phillies win again. 
Wow. Okay. All right. I just considering I you picked the Padres I mean, preseason to win, I don't like the Phillies' chances. Well, whatever. Who cares? Crafts fit the Yankees, so <laughs> the Brewers are definitely out, lane, baby. <laughs> it's just I don't know. You you almost never see total chalk. So even no, though the Braves have been heavily favored, yeah. and yeah, I mean I, I like teams rewarded for doing things and paying and do like the the Braves have done it the right way. So have the Phillies though. Dombrowski's yeah. a G. And so that's going to be the Middleton's. series, dude. That's going to be the series of the playoffs, and it's in the freaking second round. Phillies and Braves. That's no, the series of the playoffs matchup. is the Astros and whoever they play. That's the series of the playoffs. Why? Because I'm doing that series, so that's the mm, series of the playoffs. Mm. <laughs> Great um, audio. I better, Great I better audio. bring my uh, passport, though, if it's I, the Blue Jays. Exactly. And they might not let you in if you're not nice to their team. Uh, out of the Park 24 is still available all over the place, and let's follow their picks as well with the 1,000 simulations that they just ran. They've been very accurate in the past. They've got receipts. They use the latest roster stats, ratings, the whole deal, and that's what they came up with, Braves over the Astros. Everyone in the YouTube chat, let us know your thoughts or how crazy we are. Let's laugh. Oh. Kratz hats, what do you got? My socks. Just found it. Number number 46. Got my uh, socks hat. I think it's a BP hat, but I'm not sure. I didn't spend enough time there, so I assume this isn't some kind of like alternate jersey hat, but found that in the bottom of my two and a half days as a Red Sox. Love right. it. In honor of Wakefield today? Yep. It's not just America's pregame show. It is Earth's pregame show for the playoffs on Tuesday. We will be on as we normally are at one o'clock Eastern time. And we will preview the games because they're not starting games at one. So we are here True. for you. Okay? Thank goodness they're not. That's why they're not. They didn't want to compete with FT. Yeah, that true. is true. There are some shows at 1 ESPN o'clock and TBS that they News. didn't want to touch. And by the way, happy birthday, Eddie Guardado. Every day, Eddie. Happy America's birthday, closing. Eddie. America's closing. And Kyle Wright, Braves need you. Okay, and Lance McCullers Jr., we miss you. Yeah, true. And we'll see Aaron uh, Hicks, we'll see you in Baltimore. Yeah, Aaron Hicks. By and the Josh way, Donaldson also the for the playoffs. record, I did. The, I was in Baltimore on Saturday. There was like five dudes wearing foul territory shirts in the Orioles clubhouse. Oh, shit. Because Ryan these O'Hearn, shirts are absolutely epic. Gibby, Adam Frazier, Hicks couldn't put one on because he couldn't get over his bald head. I changed my picks. Orioles are winning the World Series. They had like five dudes rocking around in them. I was like, Hicks Hicks shouldn't have had one. He needs to come on the show to get one. Text his ass. Let's get him tomorrow. Yeah, need it. Hey, get in on the action with the FT fam at BetMGM. New customers use the bonus code FOUL, F-O-U-L, for a $1,500 first bet offer. Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit at least $10 into your BetMGM Sportsbook account. Place your first wager and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if the bet loses. If that bet does lose, your bonus bets will be available once your initial wager is settled. Gambling problem or concern? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.